Welcome to the Blue Sky PR Recruitment Marketing Coronavirus Q&A Clinic. Hi everyone, it's Vicky here from Blue Sky PR. Um, I'm just waiting for my colleague Dan to join. Um, but thanks to everyone who is joining me already. I hope everyone's well and enjoying working from home. Um, I'm a working parent and I can tell you now, I can't wait to get back to the office. I'm sure there's plenty of you who will sympathise with that at the moment. Um, I'm just letting my colleague Dan join us. Um, he's going to be letting me know all of your questions today. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm on repeat at the moment, saying I hope everyone's safe and well. I think that's <laughs> all I'm asking at the moment. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know about you, Dan, but I can't wait to get back to the office. <laughs> exactly. It'll be, it'll be great just to get back in the swing of things, won't it? It will, definitely. <laughs> um, it's been a while since I've hosted one of these with you, Dan. I think I, we did the first few, didn't we? And then you yeah. and you King have taken over the rest of these. Exactly. Well, w- welcome back. <laughs> glad to get involved actually um and uh, i think just for everyone's um benefit really um the the focus for this week is it's questions on managing pr and comms during a crisis and the reason i'm getting involved in this one um, and kind of made sure that i could definitely get involved in these questions today is, is because um there's there's a couple of webinars and uh, blog posts and everything else that I've I've posted previously on this very topic. So um, I was quite keen to, to answer some of these questions because I think it's, it's right up my street, really. So um, I think, Dan, you've got a couple of questions we've had come in um, over the last couple of days. Is that right? Yeah, I'll kick off um, from the start. So I want to go with one. We've had a few different um, DMs this morning about this one. So I'm just going to read out sort of a collated version. And it's, um, what PR crisis have you have you helped other recruitment businesses through before? And what can we learn from these situations? Okay, um, I'll cover off the first point about what crisis we've helped people through before. Um if I'm honest with you, every crisis is different for every business. Um, there's there's no kind of one size fits all approach with crisis PR. It really does have to be tailored to your firm and obviously the current economic uh, climate and environment. But um, I think the, the the biggest PR crisis that we've helped firms through previously that's of most relevance now is the recession um and the 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 most recent recession anyway and the the financial crash because that was a period of like you know nationwide global crisis and you know we had to support a number of clients and you know support our own business as well through very uncertain difficult times and um on the on the sort of train of thought of, of you know every crisis is different and you do have to tailor your response per you know depending on who you are we did the same for all of our clients during the recession we we you know we had to react and respond based on who they were what they did how big their business was what clients they've won or lost you know there's there's so many different you know different factors that that you have to um take note of when you're managing any crisis pr but what we can say is there are a number of foundation um the points that you can follow to make sure that you're putting yourself forward for best possible success um and the the key four for me really would be first and foremost be vocal um and again this helped a number of businesses their way through the recession previously if, if you sort of go quiet and start saying nothing 
to your audiences who may have been used to reading blogs from you regularly, seeing you on social media all the time or or reading an article or, or watching a video of yours all the time. If you suddenly go quiet, the assumption from your audience is going to be that you're probably not doing very well and that perhaps even your business is no longer operating. So we always advise to stay vocal during times of crisis like this because it just shows people you're still here. Um, in fact, I've, you know, I've had that conversation with quite a few of, of our clients as soon as all of this uh, started to kick off across the, the UK. Um, we talked about what common strategies we could put in place and the, the key priority was to, if anything, increase how much communication we were pushing out with, with audiences. Um, so, you know, keep it going, keep vocal. Um, my second point on that, though, is to remember to and be professional um, I think when you're going through a time of crisis it's all too easy to take things personally and start to almost um, get a bit personally involved in conversations because it is tough for everybody and people do have very strong opinions in, in a time of a crisis but it is important to keep anything that you are pushing out any comms and messaging that you're pushing out very professional um, because that could come back to bite you in the rear if you if, if you don't um so so remember please do remember that point um positivity is another thing that uh, i think has helped people through previous crises like this or, or as best as we could, could compare to this one anyway i think being different and being positive is going to really stand you out from the crowd at the moment there's 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 so many negative news items out there that we keep reading i'm pretty sure you you're all inundated with you know negative news left right and center but you know i think if you can be different from the crowd and 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 start to sort of push out the positive messages you know perhaps the whole the whole point of you know you're going to re-evaluate how you operate as a business going forward and have more people being able to work remotely because this crisis has proven that people can and actually some really do embrace it um, whereas others you know, do really like the office environment um, and you know at the same time when I, when I talk about being different I think you know, that's not just in terms of what messages you're putting out there it's in terms of your previous strategies that you've had in place um i think we've covered this off dan you and i in a, in a live twitter q a before but um having the same old comms plan in place that you mm. were gonna have for this year isn't gonna be relevant for the rest of the year so you know make sure that you take a different approach approach and different strategy um as the crisis evolves because um what is relevant now is going to be so different next week and the week after and the week after so you, you you know you do have to make sure that you are differentiating your plans almost on a daily basis if anything fantastic um i think as well just to add there is a number of resources on our website that do cover off um, a lot of this this advice so so do check it out and go on to blue sky thinking on our website you'll find a wealth of um blogs and, and comments on this so so feel free to view those if if my ramblings aren't making sense <laughs> <laughs> And just on that tip, we've had a DM come in saying, I furloughed my marketing person a month ago. What should I focus on now? As nothing we had planned before she left seems relevant. So again, relating back to some of what you just said, Vicky. Yeah, and I think we have hit that point now where a number of agencies who had marketing teams um, on board had kind of a plan in place for the first almost couple of weeks of the crisis and then obviously had to, for whatever reason, had to base furloughing staff and marketing has sometimes you know, been, been cut as a result. But um, I think the key there is 
you do still need to seek expert advice. So if you can't, um, you know, directly approach your marketing person, you know, whether they're on furlough or, or whatever happened with them, um, do seek out expert advice. There's a number of resources, free resources available for recruiters. Look at um, TRN, for example, or if you're an AppSco member, they've got all sorts of resources on there that will give you a lot of this guidance. Um, but if that doesn't give you what you need, um, my views would be that you need to um, be reactive, be more reactive in any of your, your marketing activity. Um, what you had planned over sort of those, those few weeks with, with your marketing person before they left um, is obviously either used or no longer relevant. I think what you need to be doing now is being guided by what's going on in the news agenda um, and what's going on in your networks. So monitor what people are saying and how people are responding to certain conversations and use that to feed in, feed your marketing and, and comms activity. Um, if you have regular mailers going out, then perhaps consider a more personable approach in your mailers so you know a, a letter from the ceo um you know if, if you're the one managing it have a personable um, letter that you're sending out to to these contacts but just remember those points i said uh, points i said earlier about being different being positive um and being smart in, in what you're saying um you know, be guided by what other people are are engaging with but also you know get your personality across and, and keep it professional um and I think as well, you know, that that whole need to be reactive is included in, you know, in, in joining in with conversations online. Um, so make sure that you are getting involved in conversations. So where you might not perhaps be able to push out as many marketing and comms um, activities that that you used to with your person who's obviously now been furloughed. Um, you know, you, you can join in with conversations on social media instead as a little bit of a kind of go between until you can get that person back in and get things moving again. But, um, you know, seek out expert advice when you can be guided by what's going on in the news agenda. And just keep talking, keep communicating, because that's what's going to be crucial for businesses at the moment. I hope that answers that question. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll just add as well, just in regards to social media, a lot of recruitment firms um, don't realise they have a lot of evergreen content in terms of resources and blogs on the website as well. So uh, sort of a quick fix you can always do is just look at some of your older blogs and see if they're relevant to the situation now. You might have a lot of blogs on staff development and, you know, employee engagement and things like that. So feel free to reshare those or, you know, maybe just go back into the blog itself and just give it a quick t uh, tweak at the top just to make it a bit more relevant to what's going on at the moment as well. That's a, another simple way you can um, just get a quick win in terms of your marketing. Absolutely, absolutely. And there's so much um, advice, you know, the, the, the sort of advice around that we had before, you know, a couple of years ago that can still be relevant now. Mm. Um, what you can repurpose as a case in point you know referencing the stuff we have on our website but there's a crisis pr webinar on there and as i've gone back through that the the advice we're giving is very relevant now so you know there's so much content you have available already that you that you can use and you might not even think of now um but that's perhaps a year or two old so you know definitely go back and review what you've what you've got Exactly. And we've just got another um, DM through that came through uh, this morning and it says, my staff are furloughed, but I want to keep them engaged. What can they do to keep informed and involved? Okay. 
Um, so there's a couple of things on that one. Um, first and foremost, training. Keep yourself involved and engaged with training. There's there's so much available, uh, free resources available out there at the moment. Um, I mentioned TRN again earlier and AppSco. They, they, they both have a number of resources available for consultants who are looking at you know, developing their skills while they're, they're on furlough. Um, and I think what is crucial now is while we're in this period of uncertainty um, and with so many consultants on, on furlough, that we're looking at developing the skills of, of the recruitment industry so that we can best weather the storm as we, um, you know, as we sort of emerge from, from this and, and you know, reach the point of a bounce back. Um, myself and my colleague Steph King, for example, are recording a, um, a free training session as part of our connections with, with TRN that's going to give consultants the um, advice and tips on how they can manage their personal brand um, so that they can set themselves up for success during the bounce back and, and really you know, secure the BD that they're going to need to get their help their business grow in the future in what will be a new normal. Um, so skills and training and development is, is one thing that you know all consultants need to be focusing on as a business owner encouraging them to look at developing their skills and use this time wisely will certainly help to keep them engaged so when you get them back in um they're raring to go um they're not just you know desperate to get back in the job but they develop new skills that can help them um you know, a, a achieve the best possible success in in what is going to be a very strange new world for all of us i think um I think as well, you know, make sure that you're encouraging and, and, and letting people know that they may not be in the office, but they're still part of the team. Um, look at how you could use maybe your uh, social media channels to keep everyone together. And you know, I'm sure that there's been so many cases of agencies hosting um, you know, pub quizzes on Zoom with the team and just taking a simple picture of it and putting it out on their Facebook pages, on their Twitter pages, and then getting some engagement and getting everyone to engage there. Um, has kind of really you can you can always sort of see the positivity and the uplifting spirit that you know is, is clearly apparent from all the posts that staff are putting on there um, so they might not be working for you in the office and might not be working for you right now but they are still part of your work family and they still want to be engaged with and actually they're, they're another audience for you um, because you've got to remember once we do eventually come out of this there is going to be a demand for talent at some point and you need to make sure that you've got the best staff engaged when that happens and that they're not going to be lost to the, to the competition. So keeping them with that, having that sense of and feeling of, of, you know, being a part of a team still is, is, is key. Um, and, you know, get them to share, share their, just share anything, share their training with their, their networks. Um, you know, what, what they learned in the last two, three weeks that's been different. Um, how do they think that the world of recruitment is going to change? Because they still have this huge network of people. They, you know, they might not be able to work for you, but the, the network of people they've been used to dealing with for, you know, every day for you know, however long they've been working for you, they're still going to want to see that engagement. So even if they share pictures of themselves learning a new, you know, a, a new art or learning something new, um, it, it shows they're still there. There's still that person there and they're still going, they're still um, coping. And that, you know, when it comes back to the, you know, the bounce back, they're, they're going to be there and available to help clients again. So, you know, encourage them to do that as well. Um, and it will, we will help them keep them engaged. And ask them, ask them what, what else they want to do. They may want to host 
their own pub quizzes in the nicest way possible without certain senior members of the team. They might want to set up their own little little pub groups like they would have done in the office. Um, they may want to um, do something for charity as a team. You know, ask them, see what else other people want to do and, and what would help your staff as well. I think that answers it. I kind of went off on a bit of a tangent there. <laughs> no, that's definitely relevant what you've said there, Vicky, there. And we've just got um, another question and it says... I keep reading articles about how to hire during the coronavirus crisis and about staff engagement during a crisis that I have opinions on. How can I get involved in the conversation besides making a personal post on LinkedIn? Okay, um, that's a really, really important point, actually, um, because we are seeing more people be very vocal. I mean, I, I certainly am anyway on the likes of LinkedIn um, sharing their thoughts and views. And they're always views, you know, in, in many cases, they're views that, are actually of interest beyond your immediate network. Um, so there's a couple of things you can do with this. Uh, if you do have any experience with the media, or if you have anyone in the business who is still still working with you, who has experience in the media, perhaps your marketing person, or if you have a, a PR team, for example, those opinions should certainly be pushed out beyond your immediate network to see if um, there is interest in you know uh, your industry-specific publications, for example. Um, at the moment, because of so much uncertainty, any experts that have valid and well thought through advice, opinions, and, and guidance is 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 going to be in high demand. So, if you have a particular point or a particular opinion that you're certainly going to add some value to your, your audiences. There's, there's likely to be a number of publications that would be interested in that. But that is something that I would say if you're going to go down that route, you have to carefully manage. Um, dealing with the press is, it, it's, is a process that you do have to have some experience of or have, have professional guidance you know, before you go down that route. So just bear that in mind. Um, but beyond your LinkedIn groups, uh, there's so many other social media channels you can share this opinion on. Um, there's the opportunity to record a video rather than just join that conversation from someone else, perhaps record a video where you're leading your own conversation. Um, you know, drive the, that drive that conversation and, and topic rather than just comment on it. Um, and and you know, consider how you could perhaps have a blog blog on your own website where you're expanding on it a bit more. Um, that can then be pushed out far and wide to your social channels. You can link to it in any marketing mailers that you're pushing out. Um, and, you know, as long as you're using the right key phrases and you've search engine optimized that blog, the likelihood is you'll get, you know, an increase in organic traffic that's going to be relevant to your, your you as a business. Um, and that's going to give you more opportunity to get other people seeing your your views and thoughts. Um, and, you know, just, just consider whether or not it's worth looking at working with the person who's driving that conversation as well see a post on linkedin um and you know you've got a very strong opinion for or against whatever that person has said you're obviously professional but maybe speak to that individual and see if there's a way of collaborating to um you know spread that message far and wide and i think that's one crucial thing that's come out of all of this is, is more people are working together so if there is if someone has a particular topic that even if it's a question they posed that you are able to guide on and have a particular opinion on, you know, see how you could work together um, to tap into your wider networks together um, and, and push your views and opinions out, out that way. That's uh, another, another thing to consider. Hope that answers that one. Um, <laughs> just a note for everyone as well. If any of these questions 
resonate with you, um, we'd love to hear from you. So please do sort of you know, add, add your two cents to this conversation too. If um, you're watching this either now or, or later down the line and you think actually that's a really good point or actually I have something else to say, join the conversation with us because we'd love to hear from you. And if there's other experiences you've had um, that you know have worked over the last couple of weeks, share it with us. We'd love to hear from you and see what, what everyone's doing as well. And I think that is the last question that we've had in. As I said, um, the first question you answered today, a lot of people um, submitted that. So I think that is all of them, unless we get any last minute DMs come through, Vicky. Perfect. I mean, if, if anyone has got any other questions, you know, as, as we, we've always said, just message us um, either on Twitter or, you know, you can contact us through our, our website as well. We can answer your questions, um, look back through our resources. Some of the questions may be answerable through the content we have on our site. But, you know, do, do keep posting questions our way. Um, keep an eye on our social media channels for the, the topic. We'll be guided by you guys again. So as you're sending us questions, we'll make sure that we're, we're steering the, the Twitter Q&A based on what you want to know about. But... Uh, yeah, keep keep sending us your questions, everybody. Because we're we're really enjoying answering them, and we would love to. We love hearing from you all. Definitely. So, yep. So just to recap, it'll be on the eighteenth of May, the next Twitter Q and A. So do get your questions in for that one. Perfect. Great. Well, if that is everything, um, Dan, I will speak to you soon. And thanks very much. Take care, guys. Thanks. Bye. For more useful resources, please visit our website at www.bluesky-pr.com.